You're listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast, episode number 22. Welcome to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy, and on this show, we talk about inspirational journeys in life and entrepreneurship. Through soulful conversations with inspiring guests, you're sure to get clear, get organized, get enlightened, and get moving on your dream business with the perfect blend of strategy and alchemy. Hello and welcome back. I'm Sharon Joy and in this episode we're going to talk about whether the email juice is worth the squeeze. Ah, such a conversation that seems to go round and around and around. I've heard it all. You know, email is dead. It's not worth it. It's a waste of time. It's skeezy. And then on the other hand, I've heard how important it is and how we should be building our email list. So today I'm going to talk to you about what I believe after weighing up the this and the that. And as you all know, I sit in the messy middle that is right between strategy and alchemy. And I've looked at both sides of the conversation. And I want to bring you today what my take is on whether the email juice is worth the squeeze. And the answer quite simply is, heck yes, it is. (laughs) If you're not convinced, then stay tuned. If you are convinced, I'm probably preaching to the choir, but... If it's been a while since you created an opt-in, then hopefully this is going to put some fire under your ass to get out there and get back feeling motivated about growing your email list for all the reasons. So let's dive in. These are the reasons why the email juice is worth the squeeze. I want to start by talking about the nature of the beast that is social media and, you know, how much we are susceptible to the algorithm when we are putting down content on social media. Often when we're putting it down, it's kind of like firing an arrow into the air and, yep, there's a target there, but there's things getting in the way of that arrow landing on our target. So, you know, it might be the wind. It might be, you know, someone running into the middle to steal the arrow. It could be a whole range of things, but we tend to be, you know, setting our aim, but whether it lands on the target is a little bit hard to know. And that can change. That can change from day to day. You know, I mean, people make reels about this all the time that, you know, sometimes you'll make this kick-ass piece of content and it goes absolutely nowhere. And that's got to do with, you know, with the algorithm. Now, the algorithm can work in our favor and against us. It, it, it works like that. However, it's something that we have absolutely no control over whatsoever. So the thing about email that is different to posting on social media, it's a way of us directly communicating with our audience. So we are going direct to them instead of, you know, putting something out there on on social media and just hoping that it lands with the people. And I don't know if, if you write email, I'd love to hear how you do this, but I know when I write my emails, 
you know, I really sit with what I want to say to those people. And I do the same on social media, but I do find that there's there's something far more intimate about writing an email than there is a social media post. When I'm writing a social media post, I'm writing it for my current audience, but I'm also writing it for the audience that haven't arrived in my world yet. So, you know, I'm putting it out there to invite people who perhaps don't follow me and maybe they stumble across me on Instagram because it shows them my reel or they've they've looked in the search section for business coach. And, you know, when they come and have a look at my actual Instagram feed that, you know, they can see whether they vibe with that or not. So I can actually create posts for people who are there now and for people who are going to arrive there. But when I'm writing an email, I'm not writing it for people who might see it. I'm writing it for the people who are on my list. I'm writing it for the people who have actually expressed a keen interest in me communicating directly with them in this private way. So I feel that there's an increased level of Um, intimacy when I'm writing emails for people on my email list. So definitely if you want to be doing away with some algorithm wrangling, and that doesn't mean you're going to take yourself off the socials, but having a means of communicating with your audience that is direct, and it's not just any audience, right? It's the audience of people who have said, I like your content so much. I want to give you my email address so you can contact me again in the future. So it's a different relationship that we have with people on our email list than what we have on our social media list. There's often things that I will send out to my social, my email list that I don't post on social media. It might be an offer. It might be, you know, a, a program or something that's a lower cost offer to working with me in tenacious one-to-one coaching or in solid my membership. But it is a way that I can reach out to those people who I know have expressed an interest and I say, hey, I'm offering this thing. It's, you know, it's either free or it's low cost. Are you interested in coming in? And it's it's a far more intimate way of communicating with those people. The second reason is you own your list, which means it can't be taken away from you like your social media following can. Now, you know, there's a very, very high profile coach who last year um, completely lost her social media following. She lost her page. Uh, And then she even had difficulty with her personal profile, which she'd built up to 5,000 friends um, and used it as a way of leveraging her audience. Um, Email is not her usual way. She does have an email list. But all of a sudden, you know, there was this, I want to say panic because there was no way of communicating with her people and reaching out on email then all of a sudden became very inauthentic because it's not the way that she usually communicates with her audience. So, you know, if you want to safeguard your business and you want to make sure that you own the people who are your, you know, your contact list, you don't own that when you've got a following on Facebook or Instagram or any other platform that is social media. Somebody else owns that and they have the right at any moment to close your account or stop you from using it or put you in Facebook jail or whatever that they may want to do. The sands shift and change, you know, back um, 
at the beginning of 2001, uh, 2021, 2001, my goodness, uh, back in the beginning of 2021, there were, there was the, that conflict between the Australian government and Facebook. And as a result, many Australian media outlets lost their Facebook pages. But in doing that, there were a lot of innocent small businesses caught up in that dispute. And what that meant was, is that they lost their following. Now, a lot of those people happened to be in the traveling family blogging sphere that um, is part of our history. Uh, you know, we had a, we've had a travel blog since 2017, not that it's very active now. It's called Galway's Go Round, if you ever want to go and check it out. And Many of the people in that community have built small businesses through their social media following. And unfortunately, during that dispute, even though it was around, you know, big media and the Australian government and Facebook, there were many small businesses and particularly those with traveling family blogs who completely lost their entire following for some period of time. Now, as far as I know, they all got them back online. But those people actually lost some incredible memories as well because they had, you know, photos of their travels of Australia shared there. They had their stories shared there. And it really reminded me of the importance of having an email list. So I've been really focused on this since the beginning of 2021. It was less important to me in 2020. Um, but also too, I will note that back in at the end of 2020, there were some changes, you know, um, again to the algorithm and also at the end of 2019, some changes to the algorithm that made it even harder to get that reach on social media. So, you know, this is something that's been happening over a period of time, but when you don't own the contacts that you have, you are at risk if somebody pulls the rug out from underneath your feet. How then can you safeguard your business? How then will you have the means to communicate with the people who have been following you and who are your clients? Uh, it's really important to move people from social media into your world so you have that ability to connect with them directly. Number three is you know, the truth is email is still the best way to have people to purchase from you. Your subscribers are more likely to buy from you than any of your social media followings. And, you know, that's for a few reasons. One of them is that the people who follow you on social media you're more than likely going to have some friends. You're probably going to have your business besties. You might even have some family members. And a lot of those people are going to be, they're just going to be there because they're following your journey and they're just there to cheer you on. They're not going to be your ideal clients and they're not going to be interested in necessarily buying what you have to offer, which I might also add, this is why it's really important to make sure that your social media following are, you know, is actually the, the right people. You know, I would discourage you from, you know, repeatedly trying to get friends, family and your business besties following you on social media because eventually it will 
it will be a detriment to your following. What you want is the right audience on there. The people who you're creating content for, you want to have your following skewed more towards that volume of people versus, you know, a larger volume of people who are your friends, business besties and so on. So, you know, your subscribers though, they're the people who are more likely to buy from you because they are actually interested enough in what you have to sell or the value that you have to give to actually give you their email address in exchange for that. You know, we know how choosy, this is another reason, we know how choosy that people are about handing out their email addresses. We we get so many emails, like emails are just, you know, constantly flooding into my inbox, but there are people who I simply will not unsubscribe from because I love the value that they bring. I love making sure that I don't miss the value that they're bringing. You know, if they drop a program, I want to be on their VIP list. I want to be the first to know. I don't want to see on social media that they've dropped something you know, that there's only limited numbers of people that can go and I've missed the boat because it was already in my email inbox. So I always make sure that I'm subscribed to all of my favorites and, you know, whether I'm reading every single email or whether I'm not, I don't unsubscribe. But, you know, that's the thing. We, we are more choosy about who we give our email addresses to. We don't just give them out willy-nilly. However, it's far less energy to go and follow someone on socials. So, you know, we tend to find that we're, you know, we'd be more likely to hit like or follow on social media than we are to give somebody our email addresses. And when we do give someone our email addresses, we are saying, that's a green light. That's saying, I want you to contact me directly about your offers, about what you're doing. So, you know, in traditional marketing speak, your email list is who, and I'm talking about your your loyal email list, not people who have just opted in, but the people who have been on your email list for some time, they are considered in traditional marketing speak as warm market. They're people who are, you know, they're not brand new to your world. They know who you are. They love the value that you bring. And, you know, it, my take on it is they are my VIPs. They are the people who I'm so grateful to have. You know, they're up there with the clients that I work with one-to-one and in my solid membership and in my, my courses and programs because they want to be there. So serve them. Use it as an opportunity to serve those people. Uh, they will check your email. They will read your emails. They will take you up on your offers. They are definitely likely to buy from you. In fact, they are far more likely to buy from you when you let them know directly what you've got going on rather than the algorithm messing with what they're seeing on their scroll and missing your offers. So Email is still the highest converting form of marketing. It's it's a fact. It's it's the truth. Um, but I'm really passionate about it. As I said, as point two, is it's it's also a safe way to safeguard and protect your business interests. Number four is it doesn't matter how early on your journey you are. So if you don't have a website. 
you actually don't need to worry. You can start an email list and here's the best thing. You can start it for free. You do not need to, it doesn't, it won't cost you anything. It is a zero overheads, risk-free, amazing thing to do really, really early on in your business. So if you're not ready to get a website and look, I, I people who listen to my stuff, go and read my blogs. I am 100%. I believe that a website is an important asset in your business. I absolutely do. But you might not be ready for that. You That might be coming. You might be saving up. You might be waiting for it to be built. But what you don't need to wait for is to start growing your list. You can start growing your list today, right now, right away. You can grow your list today. It's not going to cost you a cent. You can sign up. I recommend MailerLite as the platform for people who are starting out. It's free. Um, And I'm going to tell you um, shortly how you can get some information from me to help you set that up, as well as um, a beautiful way to nurture people through email. Um, But, you know, it's not going to cost you a cent. So there's really no excuses why you can't get started. You don't need to wait for a website. You don't need to pay any money. You can just go and sign up to MailerLite and start growing your list today. So simple. One thing I do recommend you have though is Canva because you're probably going to want to create your opt-in, which is going to be your beautiful piece of information that you're going to deliver through Canva. It'll make it'll make it look really nice and professional. Okay, and the last one is email is not going anywhere anytime soon. Now, let's be real here. Facebook and Instagram and probably even TikTok, it's safe to say that they're not going anywhere anytime soon. But email has been a stayer. It is still the main way that we use to communicate in the modern age. So it's not going anywhere. It's going to be around for a long time yet. It is worth growing that list because those contacts are going to help you grow your business, but they're also going to safeguard it as well. Every little bit of effort that you put into email, growing that email list and, you know, nurturing those potential clients through email and current clients through email, it is going to be worth it. So give it a go. Now, I told you a moment ago about the freebie that I've got. If you go to SharonJoyCoaching.com forward slash email dash guide, what you will receive is my email welcome nurture sequence freebie, which is going to tell you when you deliver a free piece of content to your audience as you are growing your email list, that um, that opt-in that I'm giving you is going to tell you what to say in each email to introduce them to you, to introduce them to the work that you do, as well as some of the techie stuff. There's some links in there to some YouTube videos that I've made that are going to help you get set up. So it's absolutely a cinch and you can start that today. So that SharonJoyCoaching.com forward slash email dash guide. The link for that is also going to be in the show notes. So you can check those out. 
But if I haven't convinced you, then probably nothing will. Um, You're going to have to just learn on your feet. But honestly, give it a go. If you haven't been email, growing your email list and learning about email marketing, the email juice is worth the squeeze. So give it a go. Safeguard your business and and start growing it today. It's so worth it. And um, I know it's going to help you do it in a soulful way, which only you know how. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy. Jump on over to find me on the web at SharonJoyCoaching.com.